You're listening to Workplace Perspective, an employment law podcast raising the bar at workplaces everywhere. Workplace Perspective is a regular podcast series for employers and employees focusing on education, training, and the law to help organizations of all sizes develop and maintain successful workplace relationships. The opinions expressed by guests on Workplace Perspective are their own and should not be considered legal advice. And now, here's your host, Teresa McQueen. Thank you, James, and welcome everyone to Workplace Perspective, where we are striving to raise the bar at workplaces everywhere. We are talking today with Elizabeth Gray Saunders, the founder and CEO of Real Life E, a time management coaching company. On today's episode, you guessed it, we're going to be talking about time management, and specifically how to find the time to connect with colleagues in our busy work world. It's going to be a great show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Workplace Perspective has a new website. Visit us at www.workplaceperspective.com. Check out our new look, including our featured guests and archive sections. Share us with your friends and colleagues to help us continue to raise the bar at workplaces everywhere. Welcome back to our listeners and welcome to Workplace Perspective, Elizabeth Grace Sanders. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. We're so happy to have you. So, Elizabeth, before we get started, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about you and what you do? Absolutely. So I am a time management coach and author. I have been a time management coach since 2009, um, worked with individuals all over the world, every continent except Antarctica, and have three published books. So I love time management. I love helping people be productive, um, and most of all, being peaceful, confident, and accomplished. All right. I love it. Well, let's share some of that wisdom with our listeners. I want to start out by getting, it might sound a little bit basic, but given the number of generations that we have in the workplace, I always think it's kind of interesting to, to, to kind of get a little basic sometimes about, so how important is it to connect with our work colleagues? Isn't it just enough that I show up every day and I smile and I say hi and bye and, you know, do my thing. What's, why is it why is it so important to connect? Yeah, no, great question. And I think it's a particularly interesting one given how so many people went remote um, over the last few years and then now may still be remote or might be hybrid. So why it's important to connect with colleagues, I, I don't think that you need to be best friends with everyone at work. So I'm not saying like, oh no, like you need to invite everyone to dinner at your house every week. This is, this is not what we're talking about. Um, but it is important to connect with colleagues because you work with them constantly and you may think that, oh, it's just about the work and getting things done. But for many people in the workplace, how they feel about you, how good your relationship is, whether or not they want to see you be successful or not, can have enormous impact in regards to how quickly they respond to you, um, how helpful they are, whether if you make a mistake, they think about that positively, like, oh, you know, they're a good person, but something just came up versus, oh, they're a terrible person. And why am I even working with them? So our relationships at work, again, not having to be super personal or even really outside the workplace do have a huge impact in terms of how people perceive you and also how easy it is to get work done. I think that's really interesting that you mentioned it doesn't have to be personal. I remember I had a younger colleague who had gone to a new job and was telling me, I just, I can't connect with anyone. They're, they don't want to connect. 
And I started saying, well, what are you talking? What do you, what have you tried? How, what have you talked to them about connecting? And this person was very adamant about it had to be personal. She says, they don't, you know, they don't want to talk about anything personal. And we kind of went through this whole thing about, well, you know, it doesn't have to be, um, I don't know if that's a generational thing that wanting to connect on that personal level or not, but I like this idea that it doesn't have to be, you don't have to go share your life all of your life, your personal, whatever with people you can connect in other ways. Um, Absolutely. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the ways, the ways that we can connect. Absolutely. So there are a lot of different ways. And as a time management coach, something that I'm mindful of is obviously your time and how you're spending it. (laughs) And so, so often I'm telling people actually spend less time to chatting at work or or doing this or that, because I need you to be productive so that you can talk to your family at night instead of being on your computer all evening because you were chatting to your colleagues all day. So it, it obviously is a balance, but there are some very specific ways where you can make a little bit more of a connection without it taking a lot more time. Um, A lot of that can just be built into the natural day-to-day of your work. So for example, if you already have one-on-ones with certain people that you work with, maybe just take a few moments to be like, oh, you know, what did your child wear for Halloween costume? Or, you know, how was your trip to Florida that you just did? Just to find out a little bit more about what's going on. And if you don't want it to be personal, it could even be like, if you know they're into sports, what did you think about that baseball game, <laughs> the World Series or whatever just happened? Uh, and just take a few moments. It doesn't have to be anything long um, to touch base and just kind of see how they're doing. Um, the similar sort of thing can happen in a group setting. It was a very large meeting that this is not appropriate um, if you have lots of people. But if it's a smaller team meeting and there's the time you could do just a quick touch base about, oh, you know, what do people have planned for the holidays or how are people doing or, you know, various things like that. Um, there may not always be time for that, but it is something that you could potentially integrate into your group meetings to just give people a chance to have a little bit of rapport. Um, and if you don't want it to be personal, it could even be how people are feeling about some things professionally. So, you know, I knew you had a difficult situation in regards to that one project you were working on. How are you feeling about it? Like, is it going okay? Um, do you need our support in some way? So you're you're showing people you're on the team. There's a few other quick ways you can do that. One is when you take breaks, um, which you naturally might take throughout the day. Ask a colleague to come to coffee with you or come to lunch so that you can integrate that in. And then a few other final ways where you can connect with people are calling people on your commute. So just giving them a quick ring and seeing how they're doing if you're driving somewhere. And then finally, some virtual messaging. So if you don't feel like doing a call or dropping by or can't because you're remote, you can still send someone a quick message and say, hey, you know, how was your weekend? Or, you know, I knew you were in the hospital. Like, have you recovered okay? Or are you over your flu or whatever that is? So those are some quick, easy ways you can connect and hopefully not take too much time out of your schedule. I, I think it's interesting. Um, I think th- those are really awesome tips. Um, let's kind of go back to a few. So I'm 100% remote uh, at my workplace. I've never worked at the office with this particular company that I work for. Um, but in other times when I've been part of an office environment, I always like to get up you know, and walk around and you know, pop your head into somebody's office and how's it going? Just want to say hi. 
how do you do that when you're remote? Because I was thinking, like, is there a little something, you know, a little GIF or something? However you say those GIFs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it was like, knock, knock. (laughs) Is that inappropriate? Or do do you think people appreciate that? Or do you just, are you free for a quick call or something? It just seems too formal, you know? Right, right. No, I completely hear what you're saying. And a lot of kind of the natural water cooler conversation that used to happen in offices are like, you're in the bathroom washing your hands and you're like, oh, hey, how are you? I like your shirt. You know, like uh, like that, those kind of things just don't happen when you're when you're working remotely. Um, I don't think it's awkward or bad to send someone like a virtual message. So like Monday morning, just be like, oh, hey, how was your weekend? Like a quick touch base. If you if you're asking people to set up calls, I think frequently, I think that could that could be a little too formal and a bit awkward um, and and a bit different and not as natural as in the office. But let's say it's like once a month or once every couple of months. And it was someone that maybe used to go to lunch with when you were in the office. I think it would be completely fine to say, hey, is it okay if we set up a time to chat or how about we both take lunch at the same time and we'll do a virtual like having lunch together meeting is that okay um it's a little different and i don't think as natural but i think it is possible and it does maintain some of that rapport that you used to have when you were you were in the office i love that i love that we're gonna i'm getting the we're gonna need to take a break but i have lots more questions to ask you so we're gonna take a quick break and we come back more with elizabeth grace sanders on how to make time to connect with our work colleagues stay with us we'll be right back Take a step toward bringing our country and community together. Start a meaningful conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. If you enjoyed today's show, do this. Share us. Like us. Give us a review on your favorite podcast app. It means a lot to us, and it ensures more people tune in and raise the bar at workplaces everywhere. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking with Elizabeth Grace Saunders about how to make time to connect with our work colleagues. So we were just talking about how do you pop in on someone when you're 100% remote or maybe hybrid or whatever. But I have a question for you, and and I don't know if you have an answer for this or not, but I find it's really difficult when you send someone an IM. So let's just say, I, well, how was your weekend? Or you know, how's the project going? <clears throat> What'd you think of that meeting? How do you get out of the conversation? Yeah, yeah. Great question. Great question. If you're like, I don't want this to turn into a 30 minute chat where we're going back and forth. Um, So that is appropriate, regardless of what like you're trying to connect with colleagues or just something that happened to happen throughout the day where it ends up like I am or text or anything like that. So a couple of tips there. One is you don't need to respond right away. Like you don't need to turn this into like a real time conversation constantly. If something is urgent, then it's completely fine to do that. But you could send someone a message saying, hey, how was your weekend? They might respond back like, oh, it's great. You know, I um, went on a hike on Saturday. And then if you want, you could say, oh, great. You know, where was the hike? And they might say, oh, it was at this natural park or heritage. And then you can stop responding for a while, like maybe for like an hour, maybe for two hours, or like if there's not really anything more to say, like you can just not say anything. So that's one way to turn something not into too long of a chat, but more like an asynchronous communication where maybe you go back and forth three, four times, and then 
you wait an hour or two and then you're like, oh, great. And then it's just done. Um, so that's one way to get out of it. Um, the other way to make sure it doesn't drag on too long is don't continue asking lots of questions. So like, you don't have to be like, oh, how long was that hike? You know, or how was the weather? Or like, who did you go with? Just, you know, they went on a hike, you know where they went. That's enough. Uh, so that's like some uh, a strategy to do. And then if they message you and are asking you all sorts of questions, again, you can respond once or twice, then you can just stop. And for all they know, you're in a meeting or, you know, have some focus work you're doing. And then you can respond in like one or two hours and be like, oh, yeah, you know, I went swimming and that is what it is. So um, definitely something to be conscious of because messaging can end up taking much more time than you might initially think it would. Yeah. And I always just feel awkward, like just not responding. Like, okay, great. <laughs> and nothing, nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. Just make sure you don't read anything into that, I guess is yeah. part of that too. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and I, I would say it's like, I mean, if you have some big serious conversation you're in the middle of, then yes, of course, respond or pick up the phone or do what needs to get done. But I think if you're looking at this as just kind of like the low touch sort of communication where doing a connection, it has to be more informal like that because otherwise you could spend your whole day just responding to these IMs. Um, think about it this way. Like, so if you're in the office, you got up and you were going to get water from the break room or going to the bathroom, you'd probably talk to the person for a few minutes. You ran into them in the hall, you get your to your, to your cubicle and you'd be like, okay, you know, great to see you, you know, have a meeting or got to get back to work. And that'd be that. So I, I want you to think similarly about this kind of virtual messaging. All right. Okay, cool. So let's talk a little bit about time management. Um, Cause we could spend our whole day. I mean, it's no different. I would think, you know, if you're, there are just some people who can't chat and work. I can't be social and work. But for those of us that are, you know, super busy and we want to make time, how do you do that when you already feel like so overwhelmed? Like I have no time to chat with anybody. But if you're hybrid or you're remote or even at the office, it's not good to stay in your little, you know, office all day, right? Right, exactly. Well, I think using some of the strategies that I had shared around like, having the time to connect within something you're already doing can be helpful. So it's like, okay, I already had a one-on-one -on -one scheduled. We have a few minutes at the end. Let's do that. I'm not saying like make the one-on-one -on -one go longer. The same with like your group meetings, just like folding into something that you're already anticipating and planning to do. So I would say that is one way to not make yourself feel more pressured by trying to connect. Uh, secondly, I think it is good to recognize that breaks are important. And in terms of the research on what kind of breaks are helpful for us, social breaks are actually some of the most helpful. So being out in nature is also very helpful, like getting out, taking a walk, that sort of thing, or taking time to breathe or meditate or, or do those sorts of things. But then also social ones like chatting with a colleague or going over and saying hi, like are shown to just really help you rejuvenate and to have more energy throughout the day and to end the day less drained. And so what I would say for those people that are like, oh, like, you know, I'm so busy. I just don't have a time to, to chat with anyone to really question, is that actually true? Like everyone does take some sort of break. So when you're quote unquote, taking a break, are you like 
incessantly checking your email when there's really nothing new there? Um, are you reading some random article? Are you ending up on social media? Like, what are you doing for breaks? And most likely you're doing something not incredibly productive. And if instead you use that time to connect with someone, it would build that relationship and should be more refreshing for you because at least what I've seen in terms of the data, when you're doing breaks, but that still involve your computer and like cognitive analyzing things individually, you're not actually refreshing yourself. It, it just wears you down more. So, um, so I would replace maybe some of those other sorts of breaks you're doing with ones where you're connecting with other people. That's great. I know I have a group of colleagues who meet up during the day and take a walk around the building. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anything that you'd like to share with us regards to, with regards to if you're, how to initiate things, you've talked a little bit about it. Um, is there anything that leaders can do differently to show a good example or? Yeah. So a part of this really depends on your workplace. So I would say if it's, if you're in the office or even hybrid of powerful leadership strategies, just walk the halls. <laughs> so like once a day or once every other day, just like walk, walk the halls and just like stop by people's cubes and be like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, is everything okay? Um, and hopefully not in like an annoying way where you're just giving them more work, but like genuinely like wanting to touch base and like see what's going on and how they're doing. And you might be able to pick up on some things that you wouldn't in formal meetings by doing that. Um, so that is one way that as a leader that you can initiate and kind of see what's going on. If you're not in that situation and particularly if it's remote, I would say just pinging everyone all the time does not have the same effect. Um, but I would basically have a little list of people to be aware that you need to keep in touch with. So like, for example, if you know one of your direct reports is working on a very stressful project, you usually only, only meet with them once a week, but you're concerned that they might be feeling really overwhelmed. Just put a note in your calendar, your task list, like, hey, touch base with Mary on Tuesday, Thursday, just see how she's doing. Like, are you okay? Do you need any support from me? Um, to show that like you're conscious of what she might need and reaching out and making sure that she knows you're there. Also, you can do the same thing if you know some major life thing is going on. Like, you know, that's one of your employees just took some time off because their father went into hospice. Like, it's completely fine for you to, they don't need to share all the details, but it's it's okay for you to at least just touch base and say, hey, like, I know it's been about a week since your dad went into hospice. Like, are you doing okay? Like, do you need any support? Like, and then they can share or not share whatever they, they'd like to. So again, it's, it's fine to keep this professional. Like people don't need to share every detail about what's going on with their dad. Um, but also just show that you, you care. And by doing that as a leader, you can make a positive impact. I love it. Thank you so much. Well, as we wrap up today, do you have any words of wisdom or thoughts for the future on the topic? So I would say two things. One, I definitely think that it's a good idea to make connecting with others a priority for your enjoyment in the workplace, as well as facilitating things go smoothly. Um, but secondly, again, you don't have to be best friends with anyone, every anyone or everyone. And if there's someone that you really don't get along with and it's not working working out, just be professional, show up, do your work, and don't worry about it. You don't have to force it. I love it. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for being on this show. 
Oh, you provided some really great tips and some practical information on connecting, which we really appreciate. Thank you so much. You're welcome. My pleasure. You can learn more about Elizabeth by visiting her website at www.reallife.e.com. That's R-E-A-L-L-I-F-E-E.com. You can also connect with Elizabeth via our website at workplaceperspective.com. I want to also thank our listeners, my radio angels, James and the Nave at Night, and Workplace Perspectives team extraordinaire, our engineer and producer, Paul Roberts, our associate producer, Melissa DeLacy, with music provided by the very talented Stephen Versaloni. Thank you all for joining us on Workplace Perspective. And until next time, keep raising the bar. Oh,